Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth and with righteousness to judge the world and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our Psalms are Psalm 1 on page 345, and Psalm 15 on 357. Blessed is the man that hath not walked in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stood in the way of the sinner, and hath not sat in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he will exercise himself day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the waterside, that will bring forth fruit his due season. His leaf also shall not wither, and look, whatsoever he do doeth, it shall prosper. As for the ungodly, it is not so with them, but they are like the chaff which the wind scattereth away from the face of the earth. Therefore the ungodly shall not be able to stand in the judgment, neither the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. But the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, and the way of the ungodly shall perish. Psalm 15 Lord, who shall dwell in thy tabernacle, or who shall rest upon thy holy hill? Even he that leadeth an uncorrupt life, and doeth a thing which is right, and speaketh the truth from his heart. He that hath used no deceit in his tongue, nor done evil to his neighbor, and hath not slandered his neighbor. He that setteth not by himself, but is lowly in his own eyes, and maketh much of them that fear the Lord. He that sweareth unto his neighbor, and disappointeth him not, though it were to his own hindrance. He that hath not given his money upon usury, nor taken reward against the innocent. Whoso doeth these things shall never fall. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Beginneth the ninth verse of the twenty-third chapter of the book of the prophet Jeremiah. My heart within me is broken because of the prophets. All my bones shake. I'm like a drunken man, and like a man whom wine has overcome, because of the Lord, and because of his holy words. For the land is full of adulterers, 
because of, for because of a curse the land mourns pleasant places of the wilderness are dried up their course of life is evil and their might is not right for both prophet and priest are profane yes in my house i have found their wickedness says the lord therefore their ways shall be to them like slippery ways in the darkness they shall be driven on and fall in them for i will bring disaster on them the year of their punishment says the lord and i have seen folly in the prophets of samaria they prophesied by baal and caused my people israel to err and i have also seen a horrible thing in the prophets of jerusalem they commit adultery and walk in lies they also strengthen the hand of evil doers so that no one turns his back from his wickedness all of them are like sodom to me and are inhabitants like gomorrah therefore thus says the lord of hosts concerning the prophets behold i will feed them with wormwood and make them drink the water of gall for from the prophets of jerusalem profaneness has gone out into all the land here endeth the first lesson seek the lord while he may be found call upon him while he is near let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our god for he will abundantly pardon for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways saith the lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts for as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and return not thither but water the earth making it bring forth and sprout that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth it shall not return to me empty but it shall accomplish that which i purpose and prosper in the thing for which i sent it glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen here beginneth the 35th verse of the 12th chapter of the gospel according to saint luke let your waist be girded and your lamps burning and you yourselves be like men who wait for their master when he will return from the wedding that when he comes and knocks they may open to him immediately blessed are those servants whom the master when he comes will find watching assuredly i say to you that he will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them and if he should come in the second watch or come in the third watch and find them so blessed are those servants but know this that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into therefore you also be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect then peter said to him lord do you speak this parable only to us or to all people and the lord said who then is that faithful and wise steward whom his master will make ruler over his household to give them their portion of food in due season 
Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly I say to you that thee he will make him ruler over all that he has. But if that servant says in his heart, My master is delaying his coming, and begins to beat the male and female servants, and to eat and drink and be drunk, the, uh, the master of that servant will come on that day when he is not looking for him, and an hour when he is not aware, and will cut him in two and appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant who knew his master's will, and did not prepare himself or do according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But if he who did not know, yet committed things deserving of stripes, shall be beaten with few. For every one to whom much is given, from him much will be required. And to whom much has been committed, of him they will ask the more. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which had been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, then in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has committed to the hands of men the ministry of reconciliation, we humbly beseech thee by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, to put into the hearts of many to offer themselves for this ministry, that thereby mankind may be drawn to thy blessed kingdom, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord Jesus Christ, who at thy first coming did send thy messenger to prepare thy way before thee, Grant that the ministers and stewards of thy mysteries may likewise so prepare and make ready thy way, by turning the heart of hearts of the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, that at thy second coming to judge the world we may be found an acceptable people in thy sight, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness, and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty, to judge both the quick and the dead, he may rise to life immortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, at all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Today is um, an ember day, and there are ember days uh, four times a year. The ancient um, origin of the ember day was really a, a day's uh, four times a year that were oriented on the renewal of really all Christians um, in life and prayer. But in the Anglican tradition, these days came to be uh, focused on days we pray for renewal of our, or increase of vocations. So we pray our college says to put it in the hearts of many to offer themselves for this ministry. The Ember Days occur in Advent, they're always Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. They occur in Advent, in Lent, just after Pentecost and their mid-Trinity mid season, Ember Days. But the ancient idea of the renewal of the whole church, because the idea of, of people being called, or the, the reality of people being called the sacred ministry is not really um, divorced from the renewal of the whole church. In fact, the more vibrant the, the kind of spiritual life of a church is, the more likely it is to produce vocations to sacred ministry. Uh, and you'll see as the spirituality of a tradition or community wanes, fewer and fewer people become called to, to that specific ministry. So um, we, we really see, and in the Anglican tradition, it is in its best face, less 
prone to clericalism. It is really the idea that we have this common uh, life or prayer. We live by rule and community and priest and bishop and deacon and people share it together, even if those called to ministry do it in, in a little bit more intense way. It's all something we share in. And therefore, we should see the Ember Days at times of our own personal renewal for all the lay people of the church, which we then pray for that among us, God will call people to ministry. And there are a couple of interesting, you know, a couple of important points about, about our vocation and renewing our vocation that our lessons make today. Um, Jeremiah is sort of lambasting the prophets. He's lambasting them for their sort of unfaithfulness. Um, woe is me because of the prophets, because they're supposed to be present in the in the culture, um, standing for God, speaking God's word and truth to people, so that when people fall into error, the prophets can call them back. And this is important, two, two sides of the prophetic thing, because especially when we read Jeremiah and, and certain passages of Isaiah, it sounds mostly like condemnation, but those are, to some degree, messages that are coming to a community at the end of their sort of covenant unfaithfulness. But the prophetic role of the church is to stand, yes, for what is right, in order that people who are separate from God can be called back to the truth. And the reason to prophetically say this is true and this is not true, this is the way to live and this is not the way to live, is that the people can see it and repent. And this we've, we've noticed throughout um, the season of Advent, our Lord in Mark has been having this ministry of, of calling people to return from exile calling those who are uh, in sin to come and follow him out of it, calling those who are sick uh, to, to, to come back into fellowship. And you can only do that if you're faithfulness, if you have the fellowship. You can't, you, 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 so, that, so we as, as the church have to remain faithful to our vocation so we can be authentic witnesses to the presence of God in the world and call people back to it. And when, and when Jeremiah, or God through Jeremiah, calls the prophets adulterers, there probably isn't literal adultery, but the adultery is we're supposed to be wholly devoted to God, and instead the prophets were compromising with the world, uh, speaking the word that came from the world and not just that came from God. And the New Testament lesson today has another aspect of this, which is what we call, what I refer to as ordinary faithfulness. Um, keep your lamps burning. Uh, you, that, that harkens also to the parable of the wives and f foolish virgins, where the wise virgins are those who kept their lamps burning. And this refers to the kindling of the Holy Spirit within us that we cultivate through our consistent prayer as we get together every morning and pray, staying in our prayer. And the ordinary faithfulness is hard because the enthusiasm wanes if our faith is entirely rooted in how we subjectively feel, we'll get very excited for periods of time, and when the excitement goes away, we, we will wane and we'll, we'll drift away. And um, the, the, the reality of what we might call dryness or aridity always comes over the spiritual life. And so when we continue to do the things that God calls us to do in prayer and service, when we don't feel like it, we keep our lamps burning. We're waiting for Jesus to come at all times, and we're always ready. And this is only the only way we can be faithfully present in the world, in our lives, in our families, is through this practice of ordinary faithfulness. And it always begins with prayer. Uh, we always begins with staying connected to God. And then from our prayer, 
discerning our various duties to love God and love others in the various spaces of our life. And we're both loving people and also calling them then in that prophetic way into this larger and better life. That, that That's what faithful witness in the world is, com is composed of. And that's we pray for the renewal of the church in that today on the Ember Days and for as that renewal takes place for people to be called to specifically to the sacred ministry. So a few thoughts about today's lessons and day. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, for the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. <clears throat> Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and redeem them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Bye, everybody. Have Thank a good you. day. Thank you, everyone.